part of myself that I keep hidden from basically everyone, almost everyone, is my mental health issues um, or issue. And that is depression. So, you know, when I was in middle school, high school, um, to kind of go through a short version of my life story, if you will, I kind of had the sneaking suspicion that something was wrong with how I viewed the world, how my brain was operating and taking in information, um, especially with just like social interactions and all of that. So I kind of had a hint about it, but I was always too scared to pursue that because of what that might mean, right? Like I grew up in the 90s and early 2000s. We weren't having discussions, open discussions about mental health issues that we are now. Um, And if you hear your depression, a lot of people automatically think like suicide and that's not true. So you kind of don't want people to have that impression of you. And so I kept it inside. Uh, High school, same deal. I still suspected that was what I suffered from in some capacity, but I kept it hidden. I kind of ran away from it. Uh, I get to college, kind of the same thing. And then eventually in my like late twenties, so this is about three, four years ago, I finally was like, and it was after a, a breakup prompted it. Um, but I was like, I just need to see a therapist. And like, it was right around, I think a lot of the, the changes in people's attitude about mental health changed. And I was like, okay, so like, I got to get this checked out. I can't live my entire life without, uh, talking to someone about this and seeing if it is depression. I don't actually know. I haven't been diagnosed. So sat down with a therapist, saw them for a few uh, weeks, and eventually after talking to them, talk therapy, uh, they diagnosed me with um, a form of low-grade depression called dysthymia. Um, I had never heard of it. I didn't know that low-grade depression was a thing. I thought depression was, and the reason why I, I you know, hesitated about being open about it was I didn't have an acute you know, uh, form of it. I I didn't feel suicidal or or like always down in the dumps or hopeless about life all the time. So I was like, if it is depressive, depression, maybe it's, you know, like seasonal affective disorder or something like that. Um, But when she told me, my therapist, that it was probably low-grade depression, it made sense. It all clicked. Um, And the way I like to describe it to the few people I have talked about this in my life and the way I kind of reiterated it back to my uh, therapist was if you have a scale from zero to 10 and zero is, you know, the lowest form of depression, like when you're absolutely down on the dumps where you lose all hope, where you might be borderline suicidal, you know, that is a form of acute depression that's really intense. And then the, the 10, that level is more of like, the highest of highs in terms of you're generally happy in your life. You have a strong mental health at that point in your life. And most people probably fluctuate somewhere in between those, you know, and they might get to a 10, maybe they'll get to a zero, maybe they'll be at a nine, maybe they'll get to a two. And that's just a normal kind of how human emotions work. And for people with low grade depression, um, at least for me, I guess I can only speak for myself is like, it's more of a constant, let's say three, two. So it's, it's almost never a zero. Like it's happened, but that's super rare in my life where it gets that low. So it's just a constant like three or two, maybe it goes up to a four, maybe a five if I'm having a good day. But it's like I'm never at a 10 or a nine or eight. And so it's just this consistent mellowness. And um, it's, that's, this has been challenging for me to 
I guess, come to grips with um, because, well, I was glad I finally got diagnosed because it put a lot of the pain and the questions that I have about my own personality and life into perspective going back to middle school. So that was great. What's challenging with knowing this now is that there are treatments for it, for it like medication, which I do take, um, but it's it's not a it's not a panacea it's not everything right so it's almost like this is something i'm probably going to live with my entire life uh, there's not going to be times where i'm ever like a person that's consistently at a nine or a ten most likely um despite all the talk therapy and all the treatment you can go through i'm probably not going to get to that level this is just kind of who i am um, and so maybe with all the treatment and therapy and medication, I can get to like a more consistent five or six, which would be awesome. So, but that's been kind of a, a hard realization because now I've known this for like three years and I'm still at that level. Um, I guess to, to wrap this up, cause I don't want to get long winded with it. It's just COVID the lockdown has really affected my mental health. You know, I'm pretty much isolated. Like I've seen a few friends, um, and that's been great. But it's for the most part, I'm, I'm on my own 24 seven. Um, and I, I've been lucky I can work from home and all of that. So that's good. Um, but mentally, I've definitely had more of those lower dips now. So when pre lockdown, I might have had a zero or a one like uh, segment of time a day or two. Maybe I don't know that happens once a year or two years. I've had like three of those since lockdown started where it just gets in, it's like a one at least. And it's like, that's, that's been tough. And those can last for, for several days. So um, definitely this has affected my, my mental health. So I'll kind of leave it there. I mean, I, I think overall I'm, I'm happy I, to repeat what I said before. I'm happy that I know what, like what I've dealt with my whole life. But it also, not that knowledge presents its own challenges, too.